Ahoy everyone, I'm the comic book hunter, also known as Just Hunter. Hello there, I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. And welcome to A Hero Story episode 46. For those of you just joining us on A Hero Story, A Hero Story is a podcast all about comic books ranging from Marvel and DC. We usually go over the news of the week first, ranging from live action, animation, video games, and comic books for Marvel and DC. After that, we go over the comics of the week that we read this week for Marvel and DC. Uh, This week's comics are uh, Justice League, also known as Legion of Doom, number 22, Batman number 69. I also read Aquaman number 47 and Nightwing number 59. And JD also read Daredevil number 3? 4. 4. Yeah, so we'll briefly touch the ones that we both didn't read, and then we'll go over big time with, like, Batman and Legion of Doom. Uh, after that, we have a character of the week. Uh, do we have a character of the week? We have not chosen a character of the week, although I don't know if we're going to have time, because we have a lot of news and That's true, uh, a yeah. new segment on today's podcast, which we talked about in the past. Yeah, true. And we're not actually starting with news this week. As you all know, Endgame is out next week, Avengers Endgame, and so we are going to do a little prediction thread here, where we will mention our predictions and then our next episode we'll see which ones we got right and which ones we got wrong and next episode actually will be a bit of a delay we're gonna actually wait a week get people to see the end game and then we're gonna do a spoiler review of end game and we'll just say what we got right what we got wrong and we'll maybe have you guys send in some topics that you want us to talk about featuring end game so yeah with that being said uh i guess we'll start anything you want to add no i'm ready to go let's go with the end game predictions okay who will die <laughs> Start off with that straight up. Okay, uh, Iron Man is a goner, in in my opinion. I think he's gone. Uh, it's just been building all to it, kind of like how they built up Wolverine to die and Logan. I think this is Tony Stark's last outing, which fitting in a way. But uh, yeah, I also don't think Captain America is going to make it. I'm not 100% positive on that one, but I have a feeling he's going to die. And I almost want to throw Thor into that ring, but I'm not. That, that one's like I'm the least positive about. And then... Um, the kind of bold prediction, which I talked about a few episodes ago, I think that half of Hulk is going to die. I think the Bruce Banner side is going to die, and he's going to become Professor Hulk. So, no more Banner, only Hulk. That could be interesting. If Mark Ruffalo decides to, like, retire as Hulk, we could still have Hulk. So Yeah. Interesting. I like that idea. I want to hope for that idea, too. I feel like Mark Ruffalo might be done. He's getting... It's getting a little old, I guess. Also, so. I just think they have no interest in doing a Hulk movie. Um, I know people talk about like how the rights are kind of tied up with Universal, but that's actually not that true. They can make a movie, but it's not going to make that much money. Uh, the, there have already been two Hulk movies, and they're fairly financial disappointments, specifically The Incredible Hulk, which I think only made like $200 million, which sounds like a lot of money, but with a superhero movie, not that much. And... Uh, yeah, I just don't think they want to make a Hulk movie because I just don't think they have something to do for it. But I could see them doing a Professor Hulk type of thing, and maybe he appears in something else. Yeah, I can see that. I actually was going to say Hulk will die, but I could see him doing that instead of like having Bruce Banner die, but Hulk survive. Uh, yeah. Thor's going to live. 100% he's going to live. I think okay. Captain America will live too, and I think Tony Stark's going to live as well because... The last nope. scene, or one of the last scenes of the movie, when like the fight's over, everyone's going to be together for Tony Stark's wedding, and Captain America will be best man. I'm calling it. It's going to happen. You can't just set up a wedding and homecoming, then possible pregnancy in Infinity War, and then just ignore that. It's going to happen. I can't see I, them dying. I don't know. I think I don't, they, know, I don't see it happening. I would, I would love it to happen. I think that's a happy ending, but I just don't see that happening. I, I think... I just think Tony's a goner for sure. And then even Steve, like I just I really don't see him surviving because um Joe Russo talked about how uh Chris Evans isn't done yet, which means that oh maybe he's got something else in the MCU. But with the uh and we'll get to this later in the news, with the Disney Plus service, uh they're doing the animated What If and the first one is about Peggy Carter. Apparently they're gonna be using all the same actors, like for voice actors in the animation, so him not being done yet might not mean that he has more Captain America stuff to do, but that he has to, you know, go voice Captain America in that series. So I think that for that, yeah, he's probably dead. I think the last scene is going to be like how, I don't know if you've ever seen the boss logic art, which is amazing art uh, where he has that last dance with Peggy. And uh, you promised me my last dance. If that ended, I would like probably have a tear in my eye. Like that would be very emotional. That's true. Yeah. I think if one of the original Avengers were to die, it could be Captain America. I think Tony will live 100%. Yeah. 
That's but, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Robert Downey Jr. loves playing the character, and I can't see Iron Man being dead at the end of this. I mean, part part of it, what I could see Tony living, which is very low to me, is that um, Sony said that they can't release the Far From Home trailer until after Endgame because it has a spoiler. That makes me think that maybe Tony would be in the second trailer, and that's why they can't show it. But at the same time, I don't know, because they saw Pepper and uh, Pepper on the set of Spider-Man Far From Home, even though she claimed she was done. But there was no like pictures of Robert Downey Jr., so either they hit it really well or he's not in the movie. Pepper but, was on set, so know. was Happy. Happy Hogan. Yeah, well, Happy's going to be dating Aunt May, so. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, it was in the trailer. I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I just... I don't see Tony living. I don't know. I, I can't see it. I would love to. I think it has a good arc. But at the same time, I think his death can be really emotional. And really, I think it could help Spider-Man become more mature, which is something I kind of want out of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, to see him mature as a hero and get out of Iron Man's shadow. And I think dealing with his death and trying to become, not his legacy in a way, but to honor him, I think could be really good. I could see that happening. Yeah, Kind of make him a little more mature in a way. Make him more like PS4 Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, the superior Spider-Man. Oh, no, exactly. That's Octopus. But yeah. <laughs> um, besides that, I can't see many other characters. Do you see, do you dying. see Thanos dying or no? Yeah. Uh, no, I can't see him dying. I can okay. see him being trapped somewhere. Okay. In the end, I don't. Well, I can see him dying. Yeah, but I don't want him to die. Okay. Wouldn't it be cool think... if like he appeared like seven years from now like, yeah I, I think it could be cool like a secret wars type of thing when you know the russo said they want to do that eventually i don't know i feel like thanos could have some kind of background role in that but... like uh, avengers 6 let's say or avengers 7 maybe end credit scene is just thanos in a cage like opening his eyes i just how do you defeat thanos without killing him like you, i just feel like you can't in a way black hole maybe throw into something <laughs> you I need you need wong and dr strange to like chop off both of his hands yeah exactly <laughs> I, I mean, he probably will die. In all honesty, I think he will die. I just feel like you'd be missing a big I think opportunity. It would be, I think it would be a mistake to kill him off. But at the same time, I just don't see how you could take him down without killing him. But I'm interested to see how they go at it. I think he's their best villain by far in the MCU. So Yeah, de- definitely. I'd like 100%. to see him continue on. Because like after Thanos, what are they going to do? I feel like they might do Galactus. As yeah. Like the big bad now next time. Fox rights. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't want Thanos to die. I want him to appear again later on. Like, not just is he a great villain, but the actor loves playing him too. Josh Brolin, and I know he'd be down to return. Yeah. Um. Also, another prediction: I see Hawkeye retiring after this. Like, this is his last outing. I know he's been saying it since like Avengers One. Like, ah, right, this is my last one. I'm done. But I think this time he'll really be done. And I think part of that is going to have to be do with he's going to be deaf by the end of this. I think something's going to happen that's going to make him lose his hearing. Bold Ooh, prediction. Like a big explosion <laughs> right next to him or something. Yeah, something some like Thanos does. I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's just going to mess him up and that's going to be like setting up the Hawkeye series with Kate Bishop. I could totally see that. Yeah, I agree with that. If that doesn't happen, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that Ant-Man's daughter is going to be in a, like a time jump or some kind of thing because I know they casted an older girl for Cassie Lang or whatever. So I think she's going to show up like as an adult and I think she's going to be She's the wasp in the comics, right? Like yeah. Future wasp. So is. I think she could show up as a wasp for a scene, and I think that's going to be emotional for for uh, Ant Man. I yeah. And... I feel like that could happen in like a Flash season one style thing where he sees a bunch of events from the future. Yeah. I feel like we're getting at something where like maybe say Captain America gets blasted with the time stone, and for the split second that he's blasted, he sees like maybe six events that are going to happen in the future. You can see like the young Avengers led by Kate Bishop and Cassie Lang. Hmm. Yeah, and then he maybe you see like Avengers building bigger or maybe on fire. Uh, they, they could do a they could do like a little like flash of what the Fantastic Four. It doesn't even have to show actors, but you could just show like a silhouette of them. Yeah, or like a quick like suit with a four on it. Yeah, they could do a lot. And maybe oh, things man. from the past too. Maybe you'll see like Tony getting out of the cave. Maybe he'll see Thor landing on Earth. Like, yeah, a bunch of Flash season one style things. That, that, that would actually be cool. I would, I would dig that. Um, another prediction because you just said Thor reminded me. I think Loki is going to show up in this movie. I don't know how, but I think he's going to show up. Like I know he's oh, yes. definitely going to show up in some yeah. kind of time travel. But I mean, like I don't think Loki died in Infinity War. I just feel like that wasn't a good death for him. You know, like. 
I don't know. I, I didn't feel his death in Infinity War. I, I just felt like it was too much trickery. So I feel like he's going to show up for some reason. I am. The I know opposite. you don't think. I know you don't think. I that. think he's I, dead. I know we've talked about this. Yeah, so. he's dead. <laughs> Loki's dead, but I, he could come back with the time travel thing. But currently, in continuity, like in Infinity War, he is dead. But he could okay, come back. I, dis- I disagree, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of any other like bold predictions that I have of like deaths. I think Black Widow is gonna be okay. I think she's gonna live. Yeah, me too. Like, doesn't really make sense. I think Captain Marvel is gonna get the name Captain Marvel in the movie. They're finally gonna call her that, and it's gonna be because of Steve. It's gonna be something along the lines of like trying to honor Steve and trying to honor her mentor Marvel. That's cool. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, Captain Marvel's gonna live, of course. <laughs> yeah, you got a sequel. Yeah, uh, I think. Hmm trying to think like other things that could happen that are big i mean obviously like people like black panther spider-man anyone who turns into dust is coming back to life yeah i even think that gamora is going to come back to life i don't know if that's a bold prediction or not but i, don't I think, think that so. she's going to come back i, I don't think, think she's in the soul stone back. and i feel like they want her for guardians 3 so she could come back but i i kind of don't think she will unless they do some time travel stuff to prevent that which i don't I, think I, they will I, th- I think it would hurt the effect of Infinity War, which is something that I talked about like when I first saw Infinity War. Like, I can't really rate this yet until I watch Endgame because <laughs> I got to see what kind of effects it has. If Gamora comes back at the same time, it's just like, oh, so that death meant nothing. You know, like, you really feel her death in Infinity War, but if she comes yeah. back like nilly willy, it's like, oh, okay. No, this so. isn't love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, f- I hope she stays dead in a way. I, I like Gamora, but she had a good death and we should keep it that way. For, um, let's see, let's go over the movie itself, like, so it's three hours long, and all movies have Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. What will happen in Act 1? Uh, Act 1 is Tony trying to get out of space, and yep. he, I'm not sure how he's going to be rescued. I'm thinking it's going to be something to do with Captain Marvel, but I'm not 100% on that. I don't but think it so. Could, with it, the it could just be him scene. engineering his way out with yep. Nebula, which I would be cool. I'd actually like that, like something similar to the cave scene of Iron Man 1. Yeah, it's just gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be rescued. I think he's just gonna come down himself with Nebula. Mm-hmm. I I think that uh, Act One is gonna be focused on him getting out of space, and then I think Act One is also gonna be focused on uh, Steve basically getting all the Avengers prepared because they need to, you know, they need to strike again. So he's getting everyone together, and that's where I think uh, they're gonna see who's still alive, who's dead, and then I think in Act Two you're gonna see. Oh, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. Before we go to Act Two, just. Uh... I'm just gonna go over Act One as well. Just I think oh, I agree yeah. with all that, but I think uh, we're gonna get the exact same scene as we saw for the end credit scene in Captain Marvel. So slight Captain Marvel spoiler here. Uh, yeah. I think th- we're gonna get that exact same scene, and when she arrives and goes, "Where's Fury?" I think it's gonna cut to them all in like civilian clothing and like talking about like what's gonna happen and making mm-hmm. a plan and introducing themselves to Captain Marvel and. By the end, I think Tony's going to come down. Now, we all kind of thought Pepper might be the one to rescue because she had that Seth photo in like a kind of like a purple Iron Man suit. And yeah. it, it was called the rescuer shirts, the rescuer suit. And uh, but apparently he gets back on his own because they saw some going and hugging Pepper right away and Pepper's crying. But like, what is why does Pepper have that on? Because I always thought that would be like an Act One thing, but now maybe it won't. Be. I mean, it could be a throwaway. It could be I don't I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things they can do with that. I'm not really sure. True, that's, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. True. So I always thought that was an Act One thing, but then we got that TV spot of Tony hogging Pepper. So yeah, and Tony's like sweating and he has like bruises on, and so he clearly just got back during yeah. that scene. But yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Okay, Act Two. I think that's going to be the Iron Man and Captain America reuniting, and I think that's going to be where they go into the quantum realm with the white suits and all that. Yeah, and they're going to go save Ant Man, who I guess is going to have some kind of idea. Of well, <laughs> Ant Man's in the scene with them all walking with the quantum suits. Oh, that is right. And there is the first trailer where he's buzzing in, and Steve's like, do, "Is this an Do you think Ant Man's going to be back in phase in uh, the first act or the second act? First act. I think he's actually going to get out himself. But I don't know how. I mean, you 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 were like talking about how um, you think that Hank is still going to be alive, right? Like that he didn't actually. I turn think it's dust possible. Yeah, go. we didn't see. I, I feel like he's dust, but I don't we didn't know. see them turn to dust. But I could totally see a thing where it cuts to like maybe like some. Assume the first scene where we see Ant Man in the quantum room is floating around, maybe screaming for help. We cut to outside and we see the dust like fading for like Wasp and uh, other Wasp, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then. 
we see Hank like stand up really quick and like adjust his glasses and like looking terrified. And the whole theater's mm-hmm. gonna gasp, be like, "Oh my god, he's alive!" And he's gonna get Scott okay. out. Of I, there. I mean, I could see that. That would be cool, but I don't know. And we're gonna get um, like a little Avengers thing where like the music goes like, he's gonna get up, he's gonna adjust his glasses and let Scott out of there. And then Scott's gonna immediately find out, look around, because they're on top of a parkade. He's gonna look down and maybe see like cars crashing and helicopters going crazy, and he's gonna immediately run to his house and see that his daughter's not there. Okay. Um, do you think in the first two acts we're going to see any of the Soul Stones people, the Dust people, or no? Um, no, I'm going to say third act. Okay. What about you? I feel like they could show up in the second act, like towards the end of the second act, but I don't know. I feel like it'll maybe be like a slight glimpse of like them all. I mean, I don't really even know how the Soul Stone works. Are they like all inside their own like Earth? or? Yeah, I don't know if they'll be alone or if they're all together. Like, I feel like they're all going to be together, but I don't know. Maybe if you're only together with the people that you were with. So, like, Peter and... Peter's with the Guardians, the Guardian. Yeah, so they're on, like, Mark Titan. Strange. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious how that works. But the, I feel like we're going to get a tease of them at the end of the second act, and then they're obviously going to be a big part of the third act. But I think the second act is going to focus on Tony and Caps reuniting. They're going to be talking about time travel, obviously, uh, because they have to go back to Avengers 1. We know that from the set pictures. So I guess they're going to be doing that, and then... I could even I see know. Bull Predicament here, but I can see some of the characters getting out before the snap is reversed. Because if, if, if they're with the other people, Peter's with some good people here that know what they're doing. He's with Doctor Strange, which could find a way to get out. He's with Star-Lord, okay. who has experience with Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that they might be able to get out before the snap is reversed. Okay. I, I could see that. I mean, that would be and cool. And then they find the Avengers... And the Avengers are like, whoa, what the heck, how did you guys get here? And they'll be like, we know how to reverse the snap. And we know how to get people out of there. And then that's how they figure it out. Because right I now, think... they're all confused. They're just like, okay, we get the stones and we reverse the snap, just like that. And even Mark, like Bruce Banner just says in TV spot, like, what do you mean just like that? Like, Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Act 3 is going to be focused on reversing the snap and getting everyone out. And then that's going to be the beatdown against Thanos where the, everyone in Marvel faces off against him. <laughs> Black Widow is going to be shooting her M9 at him. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I think that the battle with Thanos this time, they're going to be much more prepared. And I think they're going to get one of the stones from Avengers 1. I don't really know how it's going to work, but I'm curious about the time travel. Time travel is confusing. <laughs> if To quote my boy Wally West. Yeah. <laughs> If we uh if it does get reversed, who do you think will be the one to reverse it? I want to say Ant-Man. I don't know. I just feel like he's going to have a huge role in this movie. Oh, he definitely is. I think he won't be the one to do that though. I think that will be Tony. It'll be my boy Wong. He'll fi- he'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, he'll he'll arrive at the end. They've been like photoshopping him out of every single TV spot, but he's in every <laughs> single scene even like Tony, Nebula, and Wong are stuck in space. Not just yep. he was getting sandwich <laughs> orders, and he got the Wi-Fi password on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> that's Tony was like for... running out of food. Wong's like, "No, we just got a sandwich." <laughs> so third act, uh, I think actually in the second act they will fight Thanos and lose, and third act they'll fight him again. Probably, I'm gonna say on Earth again and win. In okay. I don't know. I feel like they're going to face him somewhere else. I don't know where else. Maybe on his farmer planet, but <laughs> it, I feel like we're going to take fa- the fight to him. What if the plan is uh, they go to Thanos, they grab the gauntlet, and they book it out of there. They go back to Earth, and then Thanos goes to Earth to take it back, but by then they reverse the snap, and all the Avengers are waiting for him when he arrives. That would be cool. That would be awesome. I would love that. Um, the yeah, thing that I don't think we can predict is what happens with the snap reverses. Like, do they all appear where they disappeared? Do they all appear at the same place? Like, nah, I think they all have to appear where they disappeared because in that case then, then everyone on every half of the galaxy would be in one location. That just wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, in that case, like they took Peter Quill's ship to get off of uh, Titan. Then, yeah, so the Guardians are kind of stuck there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Peter and Strange. This, this is tough. Yeah. Also, we didn't, we didn't really talk about like how Captain America. I mean, they show the scene where they go into space, like the whole Avengers. Yeah. What is that scene? They're going to Thanos, you think? Or yeah, I think they are. Well, there's the TV spot where Hawkeye says like this would have been awesome if under different circumstances. Right now, it feels like we're flying to our death. So yeah, yeah, I okay. think they're going to Thanos there. But I think that's not gonna like I don't expect to see just one encounter with Thanos. They'll yeah. see him. Yeah. They'll run. 
I'll see him again later. This is a three-hour-long yeah. movie. This is like Lord of the Rings l- length. So yeah, it's gonna be. I, I think yeah, there's gonna be a lot of stuff. I mean, clearly by us guessing and our guesses being terrible, <laughs> it just shows how little we know about this movie. That's awesome to me. Yeah, it's I a good wait. thing that we don't know a lot. Even though every single TV spot that's released, I watch immediately. <laughs> oh, I don't watch them. I haven't watched any of the TV spots. Oh, sorry, I kind of mentioned a few of them here. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, so, do you have any guesses for the post-credit scenes? I mean, I think there's gonna be two, oh, yeah. but do you have any guesses what they could be? Yeah, there would be two. And usually it's like one joke, one not. I feel like this one will be just full on no jokes. I think it'll be too serious. Oh, really? I think it'll be too serious once. No, that's why I said like no jokes. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think they'll be? Um, first one is going to be, you know, I don't even know. I just think that we're going to get a Fantastic Four tease, like whether it's the four logo or something. And I think we're going to get a Galacticus tease. Or like another big villain tease, like somebody, uh, whether it be maybe Adam Warlock. Yeah, some, a villain, something, but... along, something along those lines of like somebody big that's going to be showing up. Maybe not from the Fox deal. Like I don't see anybody from the X Men being in the no, post credit scene, yeah. but I could see Fantastic Four, or I could see some kind of big villain tease. Like I'm well, trying to think that's... who else are like the big bads of Marvel. Um... But like, like like a Thanos level threat. I mean, they have. Um... What's the guy's name? Uh, he looks like Thanos in Dark Side. I can't remember his name though. Uh oh. Uh, uh. Comic fans one on one. But but anyway, I, I just That's think where we read comics. <laughs> I just think we're gonna get a tease of like who's the next big bad, and it's gonna be like how in Avengers one we saw the tease of Thanos. It's gonna be something simple like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be something really simple like that. I mean. Uh, Apocalypse, that's him. Well, that's yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it could be Apocalypse. I mean, even though it's X Men level stuff, but yeah, it could be. Could be a real Mandarin. Oh, oh, it's gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna call this. It's gonna be Dormanu. Oh, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Dormanu. Yeah, the guy from Ragnarok. From Doctor Strange, actually. Oh, Doctor Strange, I mean. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> be him. 100% him. That would be cool. I would dig that. What? What are the chances that we see Ryan Reynolds Deadpool as a post credit scene? Zero. You think there's any like as a funny one or no? You know, zero percent chance. It's gonna happen one day, but not in this movie. Okay. Hundred percent not. <laughs> Sorry, I just really don't expect that to happen. I mean, I, I just feel like if they want to do one funny, one serious one, I feel like the funny one could be Ryan Reynolds Deadpool, like making a Disney joke. Yeah, it could be. But I don't know if they want to like do that like right after like they just killed Iron Man and Captain America and like we're all crying and then it's like, oh yeah, here's a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it could be like a character we've seen before. I guess like Dormammu, but I could see like the Grand Master doing something because mm-hmm. he's actually like a big villain in the comics. Yeah. So, besides that, I think okay, if we're getting one villain, it's gonna be Dormammu. And if we're getting one, like, the next one would probably be a team thing. Like, maybe uh, there's some characters that aren't officially Avengers yet. So maybe mm-hmm. just, like, having them, like, officially sign something. I don't know. Like, Black Panther technically isn't an Avenger right now. Getting, like, their Avengers ID card like they have in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, like them all at Avengers HQ. Oh, it's going to be all of them at Avengers HQ all lined up. Like, every character all lined up and be, like, your no, Avengers now. That could be. Including that the could Guardians. Cool. Uh, I would dig that. I will say the Guardians will be there, like, getting their official Avengers thing, but then afterwards they'll fly off. Yeah. Setting up Guardians 3, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's our end game predictions. I mean, we might be wildly wrong. We might be somewhat correct, but oh, we'll, we'll know in two weeks. <laughs> uh, we'll, ne- we'll know next week, and then we'll be reviewing it in two weeks. So yeah. All right. That's- With some spoilers. But yeah, yeah we that's, won't. That's Avengers <clears throat> End Game, and now we'll now we'll go to the news of the week. Uh, yeah, which is also some more Avengers Marvel related news. things. Uh, Disney Plus is the thing that's coming in November. Uh, it's a streaming service kind of like Netflix and DC Universe, but it's all things Disney. And Fox properties too now. Uh, they originally we didn't really think Fox things would be on there, but then they straight up said like, yeah, every single episode of The Simpsons will be on here. So it's gonna get a lot of Fox things. But the superhero stuff that's going on there that we know so far is uh, we got an official logo for Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Sebastian Stan and Sam Anthony Anthony Sam yeah uh, Anthony Mackie Anthony Mackie oops they all uh, <laughs> they retweeted it and so they're officially doing it. It's going to be six episodes, I believe. I think six hour-long episodes, so kind of like the Game of Thrones series going on right now. Uh, 
And yeah, uh, we don't know if it's going to be taking place before the snap, after the snap, probably after the snap. And it's I'm looking forward to it. I yeah, I think, this, I think this could be um, which one of them is going to become Captain America after Steve's done, whether he retires or yeah, dies, I think. because in the comics, Bucky becomes Cap when Steve dies, and then when Steve comes back, Sam kind of becomes <laughs> Yes, yeah, I mean, well. I've heard a lot of people. I haven't read Sam's Cap run, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. So I've read the Avengers run where Sam is Cap in it, and he's good. Yeah, he's good Cap. I've heard a lot of good things. So who would you rather be Cap out of the two of them? I kinda, just like a quick question. <laughs> I I just want Bucky to be first because uh-huh. I feel like he deserves to be at first. He's with him till the end of the line. <laughs> yeah, but then eventually, I think I think Sam is the better cap than Bucky. Ah, uh-huh. but we'll see. One uh, Vision, One Vision series is no longer going to be a Scarlet Witch solo. It's going to be about Vision as well. And also, that name got scrapped because that was like a fake logo that came out. One Vision, not a real name. But so it's, it'll have a better name. <laughs> Vision is still going to be a part of it, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom King apparently is writing it, right? Yeah, that's what I've heard from multiple people. So Tom King is going to be this. Uh, someone with the Batman delay. Uh, Batman got delayed, I think, two weeks ago. So um, that has something to do with it. He's going to be writing the series. And he's known for writing a 12-issue Vision series, which Hunter has described as the best Marvel series of all time. Yeah, so. it's so good. It's really, really, really good. I actually just bought it in trade, and the package is supposed to come on Monday, so I'll be reading it very soon, and I'll be able to give my input on that. Yeah, let me know what you think about that. It's really, really good. Um, yeah, so Tom King, he's currently writing Batman. He just wrote the Mr. Miracle series, which I just bought. I haven't read it yet. And he wrote the Vision series, and so now he's writing a show. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. He's uh I feel like he might be a better writer for shows than comics, actually. I like I feel like it's possible. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh we're getting a Marvel What If animated series. So like what if Spider what if Peter Parker was never bitten by the radioactive spider and just they do it in the comics. Uh yeah, it's not canon. It's just like little short little stories that are fun. Uh not canon at all. But uh yeah, the first one's gonna be what if Peggy Carter was the one who got the super the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? What if Peggy Carter was Captain America? So yeah, and the voice—the uh, people who will be doing the voices are the people from the movies. So that's why I said that. I think Chris Evans is done as Captain America in the movies, but I think he'll be voicing Steve in this animated thing. Yeah. And I actually love the idea of this. Um, I think this could be really awesome—a little like you know, what if? And the fact that it's animated, I think, makes it much easier instead of having to do everything live action. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Any what ifs you want to you would want to see? Um. I don't know. I, I think, uh, what if Edward Norton stayed with the Hulk? No, but uh, <laughs> I just think, I don't know. They could, they could be, there's a lot of cool ones they could do. Maybe like, what if Tony Stark? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not creative like that. Okay, let's go. What if Thor never went to uh, the planet where Hulk was on a Ragnarok and Hulk just stayed there? Yeah, that could be one. Yeah. Or what if, what if, That's it. what if Hulk and Thor were in Civil War? Oh, that'd be awesome. Because then that's your two powerhouses. I'm assuming put one on each team, and yeah. that probably changes the outcome. Maybe there's somebody dead by the end of it. What if Age of Ultron was good? That'd be interesting. <laughs> what, if Age, what if Age of Ultron lasted longer than a week? Yeah. <laughs> what if Iron Man 3 actually did the demon in the bottle storyline like I wanted? Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh <laughs> yeah, th- 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 there's like a lot of potential that this series could have, and making it animated I think is very cool. So I think th- I think this has potential to be cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on to DC, John Cena is in talks to join the Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn. And his name is John Cena. Da, 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 da. Who, who would he play uh, though? I don't know. I don't know. People were fan ca- a lot of people were fan casting him as Shazam before Shazam got cast. Yeah, that's the true. Rock was playing Black Adam and they just wanted a WWE Smackdown. But uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. John Cena, he's not really a great actor. I've seen him in a few things. He's he plays himself a lot, so curious how that's gonna go. Uh, it'd be I think I prefer his voice over uh, him being a character like King Shark. Do a CGI King Shark and have him be the voice of it, maybe. Yeah, I can dig that. Or yeah, I was gonna say Killer Croc, but I guess he's already a thing. Uh, people yeah. were saying Rick Flag, but the guy who played Rick Flag in the original Suicide Squad is returning, so no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides I that, know. I don't know who else he would play. Like he's, he does kind of play himself, or if he doesn't play himself, he overacts a lot. Have you seen yeah. Bumblebee? 
<laughs> yep. Yeah, he like he really overacts. Like, <laughs> calm down. So we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um. Yeah, that's it for live action news. I guess we have a lot of comic news to go to. There's no animated news. There's no well besides the one that we just mentioned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no gaming news, but uh, yeah, a lot of comic news. So we'll start with the uh, I guess the Marvel stuff. Miss Marvel, a uh, superhero that is pretty popular actually these days. She's a fairly new hero, but she's getting a lot of love. Uh, she got a new suit. It looks pretty cool. It's got like a lightning bolt that kind of goes across it. It was designed by the guy, I forget his name, but he originally did the arc for the first three Teen Titans Rebirth comics. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of got like a blocky art style, but it works really well. And, you know, it's cool. Not much else to say on that. Uh, Hickman, he wrote an... He is a writer who wrote an apparently incredible Fantastic Four series. Jonathan Hickman, he's like the most famous Fantastic Four writer of all time. Yeah, and he is returning to Marvel to write some X-Men stuff. He's going to have two X-Men six-issue series. One which is called... I forget the name of it now. Uh, It's like The Power of X-Men and The Age of X-Men. Am I getting that right? No, no, I'm sorry. It's House of X and Powers of X. They're both six-issue series, but they're both written by Hickman. And a lot of people are very excited for this. I've heard... I mean, he's like one of the most famous writers of all time. So it could be interesting. I might actually read those. The first issue of both is $5.99. So that's an expensive issue, but it is 40 pages. Cool. Yeah. Kind of like double-sized. I'm interested. Uh, Yeah. We're also getting two Marvel characters getting series. It doesn't seem like mini-series, but actual full-on series. Uh, they're starting in July. Loki is the first character. He's getting his own comic. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's the writer um, who does Black Panther vs. Deadpool, which I've never read, but I've heard some things about. I don't know. Loki doesn't really seem like a guy who would get a series, but okay. I don't know. I, I kind of like him showing up in X-Men. I don't see myself reading this series. I mean, in X-Men. In uh, Avengers, there are a few issues that he showed up, but I don't see myself reading this series, but that's cool. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, Jane Foster is also getting one as she's going to be joining the Valkyries. So Jane Foster, Thor is a human girl, I guess you could say. Uh, she was Thor for about four years. <laughs> Thor years. And I thought she I thought she had died in the comics, like of like cancer die. or something like that, didn't she? Oh, she had cancer, but then when she got Mjolnir, it kind of stopped the cancer. Gotcha. But as soon as she like like go took off the mask, uh, she had cancer again and she died. I've so. I've heard such mi- I've never read Jane's Thor run, but I've heard from like hardcore Thor fans that they hated it, and then newer fans that they loved it. So not really sure how people fall on that, but. Her moving into a different hero could be the best of both worlds for both sides of that argument because she's not going to be Thor anymore, so she gets to be her own thing, and then she could still be Jane Foster, be cool. So I think this could be good. Yeah, she's joining the Valkyries, so it's interesting there, and and it's going to be co-written by uh, Jason Aaron, who currently writes uh, Avengers, but he wrote Jane's Thor run, and he so. also currently writes Thor. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, some DC news for comics. Aquaman number 50 will have Aqualad coming back and actually seeking to find Aquaman to ask for help. Finally. (laughs) This is something that, uh, that Hunter's wanted for, like, Well, have you not wanted either? (laughs) Like, oh, I wanted to, but I'm saying, like, I remember you, like, specifically mentioning this, like, that you wanted this, so. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, Aqualad in the comics is, uh, Jackson Hyde, Mm -hmm. who in Young Justice is Calderon. Uh, he, uh, he's Aqualad, but he's never actually interacted with Aquaman before. He's interacted with Garth, the first Aqualad, but no one else. So, finally, he's looking for Aquaman, and he's being like, yo, I'm Aqualad, I I have these powers, (laughs) I don't really know how to use them, can you teach me? And so Aquaman's finally, after, like, 50 years, is gonna have a sidekick again. And it's gonna be Aqualad. Finally, also Black Manta will be in this issue. It's going to be an extra size issue because it's number 50, and uh, Black Manta is Aqualad's father. So, going to get some emotion there. And we haven't seen Aqualad since uh, Teen Titans changed teams about a year ago. So, yay, I'm excited. I'm, this comes out in July, so it's a bit of a wait. But until then, we have some good Aquaman issues coming because Aquaman's really good right now. <laughs> so, that's looking forward. Uh, Le- yeah. Levi- Leviathan. 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 It's a Bendis story. <laughs> this is a next DC event, I guess, is coming this summer. We don't know much about it besides the complicated name. 
It's going to be kind of like a detective story, and it's starring... People, uh, people are calling it like the Secret Empire of DC, which was like a big Marvel event, so... Oh, yeah, that's... We'll see, we'll see. But yeah. it's starring some an unusual cast of detectives. Uh, Batman, which, okay, makes sense. Uh, the Question, makes sense. Green Arrow, okay. No, he's not a detective. Yeah, uh, Manhunter, not Martian Manhunter, just Manhunter. Uh, Plastic Man, and Lois Lane will be teaming up in this, which is very Plastic odd. Man also seems like an odd one. It's like they went to like a random DC character generator and just clicked generate six times and these <laughs> characters. They're like, oh, Batman question makes sense, but uh, what? <laughs> Why Lois Lane? Why Plastic Man? Like, Green Arrow's not a detective. Why is he here? But, you know, I'll, I'll probably read it, but I'm kind of like, I'm not hyped for it right now. It's interesting. But I'm not that excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? Or, um, I mean, I think it could be a cool series. Bendis hasn't really done too much bad since he's been to DC. I don't know. I'm never usually a big fan of big events. Uh, I just feel like they usually kind of squash smaller characters and they don't think about characterization. They just think about like, hey, we need to get this story across. But hey, I hope it's good. Yeah. Some events are cool, but they shouldn't happen too often. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Batman Curse of the White Knight, which is a sequel to Batman White Knight, who, which is apparently in a fantastic series. It's not canon, but it's apparently really good. It's coming out July 24th. This is the sequel. It's going to be a few issues. I can't remember how many issues long, but the first issue comes out July 24th. So White Knight fans can look forward to that. I'll probably check out the uh, original White Knight and trade sometime soon, and maybe I'll be reading the second one if I enjoy it. Uh, yeah. JD hasn't read it either, I don't believe. Right. Yeah, no, I haven't read it, but it's on my trade list. My yeah, I'll list. get one day. But I've I've heard a lot of people who liked White Knight saying like, eh, probably shouldn't you uh, probably shouldn't have done a sequel. So, okay, but we'll yeah. see if it's any good. We'll see. Yeah, and the last thing is Tim Drake, Red Robin, also known as just Robin now, is changing his name once again, and it's, he's getting a new suit as well. Uh, this is coming in Young Justice number nine, I believe, coming out in July. And finally, he's getting a new suit, and he's getting a new name. It's not going to be Red Robin, which, in my opinion, was not a good name. It's not getting Robin either, which I didn't like how he went back to Robin, but he's getting his own name. I'm hoping Cardinal, which is a red yeah, bird. Yeah, Cardinal would be. Apparently, Bart's going to be naming him, according to Bendis, I believe. Which has me like, uh-oh. <laughs> but that being said, Bart technically named Young Justice. In, like, Young Justice number one, uh, they were like, are you guys the Justice League? No, 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 we're young. And then they're like, oh, so you're the Teen Titans. It's like, no, we're young, but it's just us. And then the guy's like, so you're Young Justice? And he's like, ah. So technically, <laughs> Bart named <laughs> Young Justice. So it's going to be cool. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Young Justice is a good name. So I'm just excited that Tim's going to have his own name finally. Like yeah. Red Robin, you're using his old name and just putting a color in front of it. That's also a restaurant. So <laughs> I was I was just about to say like Red Robin, yum. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, that's good. Um, yeah, I hope Cardinal and I hope the suit. I kind of hope he gets a cowl again, like he did pre New Fifty Two. I think the cowl looked awesome. So oh, you like the cowl? Okay, I, I see I a lot like of people with it. It can be cool, but I don't know. It just I don't know. It fit him. But yeah, that's it for the news. Da, 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 da. Comics. All right, the comics of the week. Uh, we'll start with Batman number 69. <laughs> um, Batman number 69 is the end of the Nightmares arc. Oh, please. Siri, play, play Celebration by Cool and the Gang. <laughs> oh, man, I just I can't wait. It's over. Um, this is probably one of the better issues of the Nightmares, if not the best one. Yeah, uh, for, for those who don't know, the Nightmares arc is basically Batman's been dreaming for about nine issues. So every issue is just a different dream. Nothing's yeah. happening in the dreams because he just has another dream at the end. But yeah. it's been really boring and just like, like nothing's you happening. You could really throw away this entire arc. <laughs> yeah. So far, at least. Um, anyway, he the whole issue is pretty much him wanting to dance with Selena Kyle. And it's supposed to be like a very lovey-dovey issue. Like I like the way they do the words uh, with with the music in the background. Like yeah. if I were to write a comic and I wanted music in the background, this is how I would do it because I really like this. Uh but so they have certain words, and he asks Selena to dance with him, and he actually calls her Selena, which is nice because you know for the last sixty-eight issues it's been cat bat, so very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in between them dancing is Thomas Wayne fighting Bane, and this was kind of weird. I don't know. There's not really much explained here, but uh, 
Bane wants more, and he even asks, please. And Thomas is like, Bane, my friend, please, we're done here. I have other matters to attend to. So, But Bane, like, smacks him, or punches him in the face, rather. And uh, Thomas Wayne is kind of kicking his ass. Like, he, with certain hits, like, he'll hit him in the ankle, or it'll hit him nice. He's like, come on, I tried to be nice. So, Thomas Wayne and Bane. Yeah, for those kind of confused, this Thomas Wayne is from Flashpoint. Uh, yeah. so he's Batman in that universe. He's now in the current universe, but we don't know how he got here. We don't know why he's working with Bane. We don't know why he's happy to fight Bane, but also Bane has no clothes in this. So yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. It's very uh, weird. The way they do the dances of, uh, Selena and Bruce, it's kind of like through the generations. So they kind of variate what they're wearing. So sometimes they're wearing the Batman suit or the Catwoman suit. Sometimes they're just wearing civilian clothes. They're wearing like the old Catwoman suit and the old Batman suit. And it's actually really cool the way they do this. I yeah, especially really... the first time, because it shows them dancing on a boat, Batman's in a suit, she's in a dress, and dancing at alley, and they're both in kind of disguises, which is kind of cool, because there's one issue where it shows the future. It's a Batman annual number two, I believe. And uh, Batman yeah. and Selina argue about where they first met, and Batman thinks it was in an alleyway in disguises, and Selina thinks it was on a boat. So it's going between the two possibilities of when they met. Yeah. And uh, Bruce realizes he's in a dream, or a nightmare, rather. And uh, he even talks about how his father is working with Bane, to which Selena's like, your father? Bane? That's absurd. And uh, he talks about how in the button, his father did not want him to be Batman anymore. And uh, they do it, like, again, this page is just, it's like a double page. It's so nice the way they show them dancing. I really like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So interesting that, you know, he remembers the button and all that stuff, even in his nightmares. Uh, Thomas (laughs) does enjoy watching him bleed, uh, which he says to Bane, which is kind of weird. Tell me, do you bleed? I do Uh, enjoy watching you bleed. (laughs) But uh, Bane gets a good hit on him and uh, Thomas falls down and he talks about how he broke Batman. Thomas Wayne, you're just a spoiled rich man. You know nothing of what it means to bleed. So some cool dialogue from Bane. I like it. Uh, then uh, Batman again dancing with Selina they're in like a pet shop now and there's a bunch of cats everywhere and he says that he needs to get out of this dream so he's finally recognizing hey I need to get out of this dream Uh, and now Thomas and Bane are getting a little more bloody with their hits and really hitting each other hard and uh, Thomas says that he's the Cape Crusader the world's greatest detective the Dark Knight but you you think you broke the Batman no 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 you played a game with a little boy, a child who needed his father. So I was like, whoa, this dialogue's actually good. Good job, Tom King. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a nice little like fight sequence. Uh, again, now they're dancing and the the clothing changes again. Catwoman's, Catwoman is actually wearing like kind of like a green suit. Which uh, she had at one point in the 80s, I believe. Yeah, and uh, he talks about how he was fighting back against the dreams, but they must have increased the dosage of whoever's doing this to him, so they've been fighting back. And uh, in some dreams, he's happy. In some dreams, he's sad. They've kissed. He's been alone. But uh, in this one, he needed to dance with her. So again, the dialogue is pretty solid here. Uh, Bane and Thomas Wayne are going at it, and Bane is on the ground now, and Thomas Wayne is going to walk away. And he kind of like watch, uh, doesn't watch his back and Bane grabs his ankle and slams him against the floor and puts his uh, hand around his throat. And uh, he says that like, uh, the, again, the dialogue's pretty good here. He just says that like he doesn't need him in a way. <laughs> Thomas Wayne is like, he's part of it, but at the end of the day, he's nothing. And he and that Bane is Bane. So really good here. Not It's not really clear if he kills him or not, but he's definitely got his hand around his neck and Thomas is struggling to breathe. Uh, and then this is the end where we find out what Batman's greatest fear is. And I, I've seen some love and hate with this online. So basically the way to sum this up is his greatest fear is that he would pick being Batman over being with the people that are closest to him. And that, I mean, I guess to translate that his greatest fear is being alone in the alley, like being that boy alone in the alley. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, it does. Yeah. So uh yeah i don't know it's kind of weird uh because she won't call him bruce she calls him bat so is he only batman it, it plays into the whole like bruce wayne batman mythos so i thought that was kind of dope and uh the issue ends with uh oh i'm sorry i forgot bane and uh thomas wayne did some more uh thomas wayne pulls a gun out of his pocket and puts it against bane's neck and uh bane says that he cheated you're not like him talking about batman but then uh, Thomas says that he's not like him. He actually wins. 
Gotham awaits. Uh, yeah. And then, and then uh, Bruce and Selena finish off their dance with some love. And then uh, Cat Catwoman says, "Thank you for the thank you for the dance, Bat. It was lovely, but the dream is done. It's time to wake up." And he keeps screaming like, "Cat, Cat!" And that's where the issue ends. Yeah. It was a solid issue. I liked it. And the more and the more I look back at it, the more I enjoy it. Um, I thought the dialogue was really strong here. The observation into Catwoman and Batman's relationship is interesting, though. I don't know how I feel about his greatest fear because I hate when we get to the point where it's like Batman can't be Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, because he can. <laughs> like, yeah, he can be. Like, I don't know. I, I I don't even know how I feel about people who are like Bruce Wayne's the mask, not Batman. Like, eh, I think you're looking too deep into it. Yeah, but I like the ending where it's a nightmares finale. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no more nightmares. Uh, I thought the Thomas Wayne and Bane stuff was pretty solid. And I thought the dialogue was really well written there. When I first read this, I thought that was also in the dream. So uh-huh. <laughs> now I see that's kind of dumb. But <laughs> I'm just not used to seeing the real world. But I do like the references to some things. There's one big panel where it's a they're both seem to be on a rooftop, and the the buildings behind them are all lit up, and they're in their hush suits. So it's yeah. like a reference to hush, which is yeah. a good story. Uh, besides that, you know, I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> We're getting to yeah, uh, the uh, post-apocalyptic Gotham next, and uh, City of Bane is almost here. Uh, what what do you rate this issue? I give it like a six. I wasn't the biggest fan. I'm gonna go with a seven. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I did rereading it here. Also, uh, I meant to say because of course I always forget. Uh, my pick of the week was Daredevil number four, and my cover of the week is Justice League number twenty-two slash Legion of Doom number five. Francis Manupal art, beautiful as always. Okay, yeah. My uh, cover of the week will also be the same cover as you, Justice League number 22. But my pick of the week will be Aquaman 47. Okay. Uh, Do you actually want to go over Aquaman next? Yeah, I'll do it really quick. uh, Because you didn't read it. But yeah, it's basically when we left off, there's a bunch of like water gods. They don't know where they are. This is like another dimension or something. We still don't know where he is. But there's a lot of gods here. And they all have tattoos. And they all turn into like these dragons and stuff. And they're fighting underwater. And then they all sacrifice themselves to save Aquaman by going inside this giant water dragon. It's hard to explain, but Aquaman's (laughs) able to control the dragon because it is a sea creature and kind of, like, make it blow up. It was a cool page, though. It's hard to explain again. But it ends, I'll just say, because the ending was really cool with uh, Aquaman passing out in the water and this water, like a literal god, catching him. And he has this really cool design. He's, like, made of water, but he could be on land. And he has this just a body and, like, a a golden kind of crown on him. And he saves Aquaman. And he, uh, he like, basically brings him back to shore. Then walks back into the ocean. And then uh, the gods kind of look at him. It's like, you saved our lives. You're amazing. And uh, please, take this. You are one of us now. And they, like, all touch uh, Arthur. And then when they take their hands off him, he has these tattoos. Kind of like Jason Momoa. But they're not like a lot of tattoos. They're just on his shoulders and a little bit on his chest. But they look really cool. I actually like them and I hope it, stay, it sticks. Because I'm sure it will for this run, but another art writer could come on and be like, no. But it looks cool. And they're just like, you're a god in this world now. But you are still not from this world. You need to find where you really were. And then the water god walks out of the water again with uh, his trident and gives it to him. And we get a really cool splash page of uh, Aquaman grabbing his trident for the first time in a while, being like, and it says, next time, the answers you've been waiting for. So, it was really cool, and it's hard to explain, but yeah, it was good. Boom. Cool. Uh, What do you rate it? (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll give it like a 9. Okay. Um, Justice League slash Legion of Doom. Uh, This issue is very hard to sum up, (laughs) but basically, Perpetua uh, talks about her sons, and we get a background of how Perpetua got even trapped in the Source Ball in the first place. Her sons trapped her there, and she knew that that they betrayed him, uh, betrayed her rather, and she's pissed at that. So she's going to be her her sons are going to be feeling her wrath. It's it's a little bit of insight into the Anti Monitor, and they even talk about how the Anti Monitor doesn't like the multiverse and the Infinite Earths, if you will. So little Christ on Infinite Earths reference there. Uh, also, the Legion of Doom has their own imp now. They're using Batmite, which I thought was kind of cheesy to be honest. Um, it's cool to know, see I, Batmite in canon, though. I, I just I find Batmite so like cheesy. Like that's a '60s idea. That's just like, eh. But yeah, he's basically he's a cartoon Batman. 
but now he's yeah, in the like real a little world. tiny cartoon Batman who is obsessed with Batman. He's num- Batman's number one fan, but he's working for the Legion of Doom as their imp. So it's going to be Batmite versus Mister Mixaplixaplixa. Mister Mixiplixadick. Get it right. Atta boy. <laughs> I wish I could do it like Jaro. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's a pretty solid issue with Justice League, but nothing too crazy. I don't know. It's just background. We learn who uh, Perpetua is. She's the god of the universe. And before she created the universe, she created three of her sons, which she called uh, Monitor, Anti-Monitor, and World Forger. And they each had a role. World, for- World Forger was meant to... Here, I'll just say what she says. She goes to World Forge and says, I call you Alpheus. I set you to work in the dark beneath creation. You will be a mighty World Forger and populate all that is and will ever be. She goes to the next one. I call you Mar Novo. You will be the monitor. that uni- The universe that rises into, into your world, an ore. You will see to their development and prevent any crises that may arise between them. Goes to the last one. And you are Mobius. You shall be his opposite. An anti-monitor. You will guard the boundaries of creation, keeping them free of life. Life, birth, and death. So, yeah. Uh, It kind of goes over them, and it makes me kind of want to read another anti-monitor story. Because now we know his origin. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She basically creates the universe. I don't find any excuse to go reread Dark Side War. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be right back. (laughs) She she creates the universe, and she sets them free, and World Forgery needs to make more planets. Monitor needs to make sure they they have life, and anti-monitor needs to make sure they die here and there. Uh, Perpetua starts to become kind of obsessed with death too, though, kind of like anti-monitor, and she starts to like uh, she turns people in certain planets. To, she gives them war. She gives them reasons to die, and she's obsessed with it. And Monitor, who's supposed to have life, doesn't like that. He kind of disagrees with her, and they have this pretty good dialogue back and forth of life and death and what they all mean. Eventually, Monitor go leaves, and after Perpetua says, "Like I will kill you if you disagree with me," <laughs> and she goes to Monitor goes to his brothers, Anti Monitor and World Forger, and they're just like, "We get, we need to stop Perpetua, like she's obsessed with death." And Anti Monitor's like, uh, "You know, it's okay, so am I." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they basically they go to an area and to like trap her, but Perpetua knows what they're doing, so she sends a bunch of aliens to like kill these guys. And as they're all, uh, there's like a little war that happens, and then a giant bird appears. <laughs> I don't know, god of the universe, god of Perpetua, god of everything. I don't know, shaped it as a giant crow, it seems. Uh, appears and uses all the bodies that are fighting this war and turns it into the source wall, which we all know is the wall that makes everything good and bad, or... Thanks, Snyder. You're kind of confusing me here, but technically, <laughs> technically James Tinion wrote this issue. Oh yeah, that's right. But Scott Snyder was the one who thought it was a source wall. True. But yeah, he makes a giant wall in the middle of the universe, and if you break it, then the universe will start to die. But Perpetua gets trapped in this wall, and the Anti-Monitor, Monitor, and Wolf Forger stay. Anti-Monitor is pretty mad about this. He's just like, "Hey, she would just like death. Like I like death too. It's all good." And World Forge is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be any part of this. I'm going back to my forge. See y'all in the sixth dimension. And he leaves, which we all know he lives in the sixth dimension now. Uh, Monitor kind of just doesn't do anything. And Anti-Monitor gets really mad. And he's just like, judgment be damned. And you will pay for this, Monitor. I will strike you down infinite worlds just to crush your neck in my hands. I'll find all the knowledge I require. And you should be, ta- and should it take a billion years, it will be done. And monitors kind of teleports away. So, anti-monitor for all of DC Universe just wants to kill his brother, monitor for trapping his mother in the wall. But after the Legion of Doom found that out, and the entire Justice League found that out, Legion of Doom were actually able to get Perpetua out of the wall, and now she is currently on Earth. God of everything is now on Earth, and not doing anything yet, but she has plans for Lex Luthor. So yeah. It was kind of like the origin story of her, and it makes sense to me. It's confusing, like, to explain, but it makes sense. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, what do you rate the issue? I give it, like, an 8. Okay, I'm going to go, like, a 7. Oh, it's background for yeah. me. It's a key <laughs> issue, though. It's, like, you have to read yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's so you can understand more. It's so you can understand the confusion of metal. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to go over Nightwing 
Not or, really, but okay. Uh, I mean, Nightwing, there's a I mean, fire. If you don't want to, I can just jump straight to Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say there's a fire. Nightwing and the Nightwing who wears red went and into the fire to try to stop it. It's two out of ten. <laughs> he's still and he's uh, not Nightwing. Sorry, he's Rick Grayson. He still doesn't have his memories. He still doesn't want to be a hero. And damn it, just make him Nightwing again. Daredevil, go. <laughs> uh, Daredevil number four. I, I don't want to give any spoilers because Hunter will read it one day. Uh, no, but Daredevil. Like, <laughs> Uh, Daredevil is really good. Um, he got accused of killing someone on a scene, and they're not making it very clear whether he did it or not. So the police actually caught him. He was done at the end of last issue, but all of a sudden bullets came from a rooftop, and they freed Daredevil. So who else could that be but the Punisher? The Punisher is the one who saved him, and he like tied Daredevil up on a bed. And uh, the way they do it, I love the way they do it in Daredevil comics, like showing uh, how a blind guy would say it sounds like black, and then like you see like. Uh, different senses showing up so like you see the dripping of water like show up really big and thumping of people walking and then you see frank castle standing right above him and he talks about how he's like a, he can he knew it was frank castle because he could hear the heartbeat of a psychopath uh frank castle is with a guy like tied up in a chair uh he's making daredevil watch and he's like no you get to decide if he lives or dies because this guy is a scumbag uh, he's going to kill people if i let him go he's already killed people so you decide daredevil and daredevil's like Nah, man, don't kill him. Like, he might not be a good guy, but there's people out there who love him. And even if he doesn't show that love back, there's people who, you know, love him. And it, it was pretty cool the way they wrote it. So Frank Castle lets him go. Uh, he, like, cuts the ropes on on his on the way he was tied up and uh, lets him walk away. And uh, as he starts to walk away, of course, he runs to a machine gun. He's like, you twisted bleep, I'll kill. And then Frank Castle shoots him in the head, to which uh, Daredevil yells, No! And then uh, <laughs> he has a funny line. He's like, oh, you like that better if it's in self-defense? So, uh, yeah, this is an interesting issue of Frank and Daredevil, kind of like their relationship. Uh, very, like, heavy season two vibes of Daredevil. Uh, they kind of face off in the end, but Daredevil's really badly injured from his fight with the police. Uh, and th- some of the most badass lines ever. Uh, Daredevil takes a gun, and uh, he's like, do you want to know why I don't use a gun? Because I'd be the greatest. I'd make you look like an amateur. You're a demon. Sure. But I'm the devil. And I was like, oh, my God, he's the devil. <laughs> it was so good. And um, explosions are going on all around him. And him and Frank are fighting. He's just dominating Frank. And, uh, yeah, anyway, he leaves. And um, when he escapes, uh, he gets in, like, a sewer tunnel. And then Kingpin is talking to the cop who was responsible for taking Daredevil down. And he wants to, like, support him because Kingpin hates Daredevil. And uh, where the issue ends, Daredevil's wearing like his uniform, but with a Daredevil, I mean, with a uh, Punisher logo on it. So, and he says, time to go to work. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the line that you might be a demon, but I'm the devil. I was like, oh my God, that was such a great line. <laughs> that is a really good line. So, uh, really great issue. I highly recommend the series if you're not reading it. It's only four issues in, so really easy to catch up. The art is perfect for like, it's really like street level. It almost reminds me of. Um, Green air, like the early Green Arrow rebirth in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but the the way they do the colors is like really dark. Like if you like the Daredevil TV series, the Netflix series, you, I think you're really gonna like this comic. I really appreciated it so far. It's only four issues in, so okay, jump yeah. on it, jump uh, on it. A little soon. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you go to the con, pick up the four, first four issues. You won't regret it. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, and then that's it for our comics of the week. But quickly, actually, instead of doing a character of the week, I just realized I want to talk about the animated movie, Just League vs. the Fatal Five, because I watched it. Uh, they put it on DC Universe for us Americans, not for the Canadians. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a pretty solid movie. Uh, I mean, it's nothing like spectacular. It's not like Under the Red Hood or Flashpoint or one of those animated movies, but it, it gets the job done. It's solid. Uh, it's set in the Timverse, as far as I'm concerned. Or universe, how we view it. Art style. I mean, it's got the same animation styles made by the same people. There's nothing that like contradicts anything that happened back there. Uh, there's a ton of references to the DCAU too. Like uh, when they, there's a scene in Arkham, so you see some Arkham inmates that you might recognize from Batman the animated series. Uh, they do really cool. Like, I don't even want to spoil it, but they do a really thing like where you see the history of the DC universe, and um, they do like statues and kind of like. I don't even know how to like say like animations of people and they do one of the Green Lantern Corps and it's amazing. Okay. Uh, th- this movie focuses on the Trinity and Jessica Cruz and Jessica Cruz has done really well. Uh, not that I've read that much of her in the comics because I still haven't read Green Lanterns, but I will. Uh, but <laughs> she was done really well and they really 
uh, put in the anxiety aspect, and I, I think it really works in animation. And yeah, if you're a Jessica Cruz fan, I think you're going to enjoy this movie. And there was one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, the villains that I mean, they're kind of OP, but I don't know. I didn't think they were all of that. Uh, they're like Legion of Doom villains. I mean, not Legion of Doom villains. Uh, Le- what are those guys called from the 30th century? The Legion of Superheroes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's their villains, so the Fatal Five. So, I don't know. It's all right, that aspect. But the main focus is Jessica Cruz and Starboy, who's somebody from the Legion of Superheroes. The, he's pretty cool, but I don't know. I didn't really get that much out of him. But, yeah, the Trinity's good. And they even have explanations of where the other Justice Leaguers are, except for the Flash, which kind of annoyed me. But they explained where Jon Stewart was, they explained where Martian Manhunter was, and they explained where Hawkgirl was. So, yeah, I guess it really is set in the Dean-Everse. But they had no explanation for where the Flash was. So, kind of annoying. But did. really cool. Other than that, uh, solid movie, 7.5 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10. It was, you know, I didn't feel bored watching it. I thought it was pretty cool. And like I said, if you're a Jessica fan, you'll probably like it. I know Hunter will enjoy it. So. Yeah, I'll check it out soon. Probably this week, if I can. Okay, cool. So, yeah. And that's the show. Just yeah, that's the episode. <laughs> so uh, if you're listening on iTunes, we appreciate a five-star review because it does help with the rankings. And if you're listening on anywhere else, make sure you follow slash subscribe slash whatever it is on there. Uh, for Hero Story, I'm JD. And I'm Hunter. And thanks for being a hero. And remember, every second is a gift. But not goodbye to CX. I just remembered, uh, just in case you didn't pick it up based on the episode, no episode next week, but we will be back the following week with a spoiler review of Avengers Endgame. So... Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.